Hi, this is Manos Brilakis from the Minneapolis Heart Institute and the Cardiovascular Innovations Foundation, presenting the first podcast for the Manual of Percutaneous Coronary Interventions. This podcast is in addition to the YouTube videos that describe the various chapters of the manual, and the goal is to expand on some areas that do not necessarily require the video part. In this first podcast, we'll just discuss the 14 steps of percutaneous coronary intervention, which actually forms the backbone of the manual. For those not familiar, the entire process of performing a percutaneous coronary intervention in the manual is broken into 14 steps that describe what goes on from the beginning to the end of the procedure. The first step is planning. Planning is critical for every subsequent step and can make the procedure more efficient and more safe. The second is monitoring. The monitoring starts from the moment the patient comes into the procedure room and ends when the patient leaves the procedure room. And there are several components of monitoring, such as the hemodynamics, the EKG, the patient behavior that should be done throughout the case to ensure that everything is going well. And if any complication happens, it is detected promptly. The third part is pharmacology. Medications are given very often during the cath procedure, such as moderate sedation or administration of anticoagulation and antiplatelet agents. Step number four is getting access, which is a prerequisite for performing both diagnostic angiography and percutaneous coronary intervention, with both femoral and radial access being the most commonly used access sites at present. The the step number five is engaging the vessel. And this describes all the actions that are required from getting from the access point all the way to the coronary ostia. The sixth step is to perform coronary angiography that aims to visualize the coronary tree. And then that leads to the seventh step, which is determine whether there is a need for revascularization. And if yes, what should be the target lesion or the target lesion? The eighth step, which now marks the transition from the diagnostic to the interventional part of cardiac catheterization, is to advance a guide wire across the target coronary lesion. The ninth step is to prepare the lesion, usually with balloon angioplasty, but there are multiple other preparation modalities. The tenth step is to place stents, which is done in the vast majority of PCIs currently. The eleventh step is to close the access site, either using manual pressure or using closure device. The twelfth step is coronary physiology, which is marked as twelfth because it is not used in all procedures. The thirteenth step is intracoronary imaging, that similar to physiology is not used in all procedures, but both physiology and imaging can be used to optimize both patient selection as well as achievement of an optimal result. And the final step of the procedure is hemodynamic support, which is listed last because it is not always used in every single case. In subsequent podcasts, we'll discuss in more details about each of those 14 steps. However, breaking them down in this format can facilitate performance of every procedure in every anatomical subgroup. And this is actually how Every chapter, for example, bifurcations or left main or aorta lesions is structured with discussion of each step with the specific nuances and particularities for each lesion subgroup. Thank you.